Tim and Susan, and we love the Word, and we love living real. So we invite you to join us as we look at the Word this week and life this week. So hey, it just got real around here. Really? (laughs) It did. Listen, things are shutting down, can't do a lot of things, things are being canceled. I'm feeling that realness. But the Bo Duke experience has been postponed. Uh, Bo Duke, like Dukes of Hazard, the Bo Duke experience in Holden, Louisiana, right there down the road. Because we found out that... Man, we had big plans for that day, too. What day was that going to be? I don't know for sure, but... But I have to tell you, I mean, like, now, I didn't even know that it existed, but now that you say it, there has got to be a day in the next three years that you and I go to the Bo Duke experience because everyone that you grew up with in 1979, I don't know, 83, whatever, like all of your childhood friends would be like, what? That's crazy. So we've talked about on a previous episode, driving by and seeing the General Lee jumping over the house and all of this paraphernalia and like, what on earth, what kind of a giant Dukes of Hazzard fan lives there? (laughs) Well, apparently it's Bo Duke. Yes. Also known as John Schneider, but it's not John Schneider Day. It's Bo Duke Day. I think it's the Bo Duke experience or something like that. Oh, okay. Now I'm just, I'm gutted over it. I am. I'm just like, okay. I didn't know it existed. So schools canceled, churches can't meet. You know, we can work around that. But when they take away the (laughs) Bo Bo Duke Duke experience, then. Now here's the thing. You're not allowed to gather in groups larger than 10. And I'm just curious to know, really? Is that crossing the line for Bo Duke? You think? I'm sure they probably have at least 50 people out there that day. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, I could well. make a comment about both of his wives will be there because remember he got married without being formally divorced yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. So he doesn't gonna, even live in Utah. You're gonna start with three, <laughs> just him and his wives. So that's oh, where that no. starts. Okay, so but how are you? I'm fine. Now we are about day nine of real lockdown quarantine. I was trying to think of like what does our day start? When did it, what what day are we on? When did this day start? Like. We didn't do church Sunday because we couldn't. Because right. it was less than 50. But last Sunday, it was getting strange, and most of the church yeah. didn't show up last no, Sunday. No, no, that's what I'm thinking. Like, I, But I can't remember exactly when our day was of like, okay, now we've shifted. Maybe it was an announcement Saturday? I don't know. Saturday, it's all run Sunday. Together, so about nine so. days in. Now, yeah. When that time started, you had a list of things oh, you were going to take care of. I had so many goals. Are you on a second list now? Because I you've have com- not even finished my puzzle. <laughs> like that's how bad it's. Been. I have not even finished the puzzle. Now the puzzle is like a thousand pieces. No, the puzzle is like a five hundred piece puzzle that like most people would have done twice by now. But I just I haven't. And then we were going to clean out closets, and I was going to wash the windows. We were going to wash the windows because it's good for spring and we can open them and we can clean them right now because it's really good. By the way, tomorrow we're washing windows. Um and like I was going to do the floors with like the steam, like extra, not just clean sweep the floors or mop the floors, but like really steam deep clean the floors. Yeah. Do you I think haven't you even ha- cleaned the bathrooms. Let's be honest. In the last nine days, I have not even cleaned the bathrooms. So do you think that's because you just don't feel like doing it because you've got, well, I don't want to say you have the fever, um, <laughs> but is it because you think we've got plenty of time because we're going to be locked down for a long time? I so think that's it. There's I, no yes. sense eating up the list already. Isn't that crazy? Because I think, and I am very much check off my list 
person. Like I like the list. I want to check the list off. I got to get it done. I feel accomplished if I finish the list. I can't really relax until the list is done. So the fact that I'm just like, yeah, I'm not doing that today because you know what? I have tomorrow. And then I'm like, I'm not doing it tomorrow because I mean, honestly, we definitely have till April the 12th to do any of these things. Yeah. See, I was going to ask you today is March 23rd. Okay. As a person who has watched press conferences and is a really smart person, yeah. when do we go back to normal? People are uh, waiting yeah. to hear your mm. ruling. When know. is normal coming? I mean, normal, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> if I knew, if I had a crystal ball, if I knew all the things, then I would definitely tell you. I'm if you say had a crystal ball, you'd wash it down with Lysol. I would, yes, and I would use Purell hand sanitizer and everything. So, no, I mean, I don't, I don't think we know. I think that for sure, this is our life today at shelter in place, stay at home, began today, Monday the, what day? 23rd. <laughs> it all runs together now. The 23rd, Monday the 23rd. Definitely, this is our life until April the 12th. Yeah. It's uh, not going to change. Our governor has made that pretty yes. clear. And this so, is our life till April the 12th. So, I mean, is it going to get better on April the 13th? Maybe. It also depends if people just stay home and stop going out and stop doing all the things. And let's listen to what they're saying and do what they're saying. We're pretty big on that. Like, I would really like to go get a coffee and get a scone from PJ's because people know I love PJ's. <laughs> they are currently open from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. Oh, they're closed now. But um, but we're not. We're just not. We have to make the choice and say, no, for my desires, of, I just want to drive through and pick this up. You know what? For the next 20 days, no. It's so weird, Don't and I, and I know we're just talking about the same thing that everyone else has been saying and things like that. But but our opinions just, are so much better. <laughs> but I, I just think you know we've been locked down for hurricanes. Yeah, uh, we've been to Michigan when a snowstorm yeah. came through, and we didn't stay super long, and we got out just before the yeah. airport closed. Yeah. So, but man, weeks, three weeks, weeks, three weeks for sure of stay at home, and it's already been days before that. You know, a week weeks. before that. So, yeah. So um. What is it like to be married in quarantine, do you think? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what that question means. So, I mean, I think for a lot of people, it is currently the adjustment of two people being at home all the time who are not used to being home all the time. So do you think it's possible that there's some strain for some folks? I think it might be possible. I think that it might be possible that we may have worked through some strain, so we can now talk about this. But, <laughs> but there's no strain in, like, we don't like each other anymore. But there's strain in the fact that I am... Um, I am a stay-at-home person. I do study from home. I do ministry from home. I do home things from home. I organize from home. I work from home in my life on a daily basis. And I have seven to eight hours every day that I am home alone doing my thing or doing my thing for my parents or doing things for my grandmother, like taking care of my people in that way. And you're not home. And yeah, suddenly, and I have a different I have a different rhythm that I go to when I yeah, go to work and interact yeah. and things like that. And then even when I'm home on the weekends, yeah, that's a different rhythm right, exactly, than every day. Exactly, we're excited to be together, and we have things that we do, and there's like ways that you know we have breakfast, and then we have lunch plans, and then we do church things and all that stuff. And uh, so, but I think being home twenty four seven is just a different thing because all of a sudden I'm like, I don't think about you at lunchtime. I mean, I think about you all the time, but I don't think about like, oh, I wonder what Tim's going to eat for lunch today because you're a grown man that gets up and you figure out what you're going to have for lunch. But all of a sudden I'm responsible for like, wait, I got to make sure that everybody in here has a lunch plan or a dinner plan or a, I don't know. It's just more, I, I think that I will say this for all the people who stay at home and who, are, who work from home or who are home, 
I think that everybody thinks, oh, their life isn't interrupted because they're already at home. But the reality is having everybody, everybody suddenly at home means that they my, may, I have my own set of interruptions. You may you know? be more interrupted than the people who came home. <laughs> well, you might be like, hey, I get a little bit more home yeah. time. This is good. But I'm like, no. Nah. So, I think I told someone today, you know, your wife can't be happy to see you come in the door yeah. if you haven't ever left the door. That's true. That's <laughs> if true. you haven't walked yeah. out the door, she's yeah. not going to be happy that you came back in the door. Yeah. And I think that there's some truth to that. I, I just kind of jotted down just like there's just very simple things. I think that there's an issue of space. Mm -hmm. uh, you're, you're taking up space. We have a three-bedroom home. It's not the biggest. It's not the smallest. Uh, but it does seem smaller than it did nine days That's ago. That's true. That's true. Um, like, it's always been plenty big. And, yeah. But it just, yeah, the amount of space, mm -hmm. there, there's less go-to-your-own-corner right. uh, than what you would have thought. I think, like what you talked about, the rhythms Mm -hmm. uh, you have a, what you do in the morning, you have right, what you do at lunch, right. what you have in the afternoon, and then right. what you do when I come home. Right. All of those rhythms are completely thrown off. And then the reality is that on top of all of that change, you add anxiety. Mm -hmm. uh, you, I do not have any anxiety in this moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, whatever it is, it catches us sometimes and it, and it disturbs us. And so when you add that, whether it be uh, you're worried about the virus, you're worried about loved ones, you're worried about finances, you're worried about, hey, you know, for me, you know, what is happening at church? What does the future look like? All of those kinds of things uh, that we're trying to figure out, um, you know, that adds an extra yeah. layer to it. And then it's just the plain, the amount of time that we spend together, which is different than what we normally right. spend together. Right. So how do you manage those things? Well, I was thinking just just even with friends, friends that I usually text on a regular basis. And usually I'm like, hey, what's your plans for today? Hey, what you got going on for today? And I'm like, this is going to get kind of old because the plan for today is to look exactly like yesterday. Like there's not like, oh, well, today I'm going to the mall. Or today I have to go out and take care of these people. Or today I'm running all these errands. Like, What's the, the meme that I think you posted some time ago? Uh, looking at some maps for what I might do tomorrow. Yeah, where I might vacation over the weekend. Or like yeah. where I might travel to. It's like living room, bedroom. It's the floor plan garage. of the house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so wait, what was your question? Sorry. So how do, how do we manage being married uh, in quarantine? I think that being married in quarantine means like you have to talk about it. You have to say, Hey, these are some things that I need in this. This, these are some things that are really important to me, but they're okay. First of all, there has to be compromise, but I think inside that compromise, you can say like, these are some things like, these are my top two really important things that are in my rhythms of my day that I really are important to me. And I can have those things and you can have those things. And somehow we work to make sure that those things happen. We also have to live, I think, not getting offended with each other and not getting perturbed with each other in little moments. Because I think I said to you the other day, like, do you care if I just like go to the bedroom and watch TV? Not because you didn't care what I was watching, not because we were disagreeable with each other, but it was just like some space and like... I just happened to be watching this show that I'm like in the middle of season three that like you've never seen before or something. And I'm like, I just want to go do my own thing and not be offended. Like, well, we can find something together. Well, wait, you didn't want to watch TV with me? Like, yeah, go ahead. Do that. You know, I think just easily offend. Don't be easily offended. Understand everybody needs space. 
Yeah, and I think that we've tried uh, in recent days, like I've tried to make sure that I don't wear headphones inside the house. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes when I was doing something, I'd wear headphones or something like that. But no, if we're in the house, we, mm -hmm. we don't. That way, if someone calls from the other room or something like that, mm -hmm. we can do that. But I think probably we, yeah. we ease up the no headphone yeah, thing yeah. because actually, yeah. go put your headphones in. No, that was it because I think uh, maybe the other night when I was cleaning the kitchen, or yeah. I was like, hey, look. I have to, working on last week's podcast, of like listen to my Bible app and like catch up with my Bible. And I usually do that while I'm cleaning the kitchen. And you're just happen, like you just happen to be sitting here in my space, but I'm going to put in my earbuds and I'm going to just do this while I clean the kitchen. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. And that way I'm still in my own space doing my own thing. You just happen to be present in the room. So, yeah. All right. So we're figuring it out in the next three weeks. We should be really good at this. And yeah. they'll be like, wait, you have to stay at work all day long. For <laughs> wait till you hear next week's podcast. When everything we said this week <laughs> didn't we work. Like, that was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. This that's week's it. episode, we bring in a marriage counselor. Oh, that's it. So, okay. Hey, uh, do you have anything on the word this week? Well, I do have a couple things just thinking about. Um, okay. Well, no, usually we take a break before we do that. We didn't do it last episode, but I think because we hadn't done it in so long, we uh, forgot to take the break. But if you just want to go ahead and hop into the Word, let's why don't take you a break. Ahead? Let's, take, let's a break. take a break. All right, we're still thinking about what it means to be shut in. Uh, what does it mean to be stay at home. And I just was trying to think of a couple of different passages of scripture mm. as processing that. And I'm sure everybody else is as well. But um, I just can't help particularly this idea, particularly as our governor came in and just said, stay home. Mm -hmm. uh, really, really strong. And we're trying yeah. to convince other people, just stay home. What you need to do is just stay home. Right. And, you know, I just think about Noah and his family going into oh, the ark. Oh, that's a good one. I was trying to think of somebody like a biblical family person, whatever, that had to be quarantined or had to be separated and a lot of stuff in the law, the books of the law. But Noah, hello. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't think about that and one. And it wasn't the governor. I, mean, I could think the, of like Jonah and the whale. Yeah. But that was only three days. <laughs> but it wasn't that. <laughs> it wasn't the uh, the governor. It was God who yeah. shut the door. He yeah. sealed yeah. them in. That's true. And they stayed there. And so I was just trying to think of the parallels there. One of the parallels one of the things that's not particularly parallel is that there it was a judgment of sin mm. on the brokenness of the world mm -hmm. and Noah was the, the person who was good and righteous. And I don't necessarily know that we can identify these are the people who are unrighteous and right. these are the people who are righteous. It right. seems as though this is kind of hitting uh, all of us. Uh, I do think, though, that if we're going to have the door shut... Mm -hmm. I'm glad we don't have two of every kind in here with us. <laughs> I asked that question on Facebook, like, hey, if you were going to be quarantined outside of just your personal family, like, or your household that typically is your household, who else would you want to come in? Do you know that most of the answers were, uh, nobody? <laughs> they didn't want, like, everybody's like, I'm pretty happy with the crew I have. Like, that was it. That was the over arching, over sounding, overwhelming answer was, mm, we're good with just our people. 
So this was like you were looking for like a celebrity person. No, it was just like extent. somebody else that you would want. And I mean, I like I love my mom and dad, so like I would like to hang out with my mom and dad. But I also my answer was I'd like somebody who really loves to cook. I would say Bobby Flay. <laughs> yeah, uh, like let's Bobby no, listen, Flay. You're invited over. Bobby Flay, who also does not want to take up a lot of space and time and talk because <laughs> we're already talking about this smaller spaces that we're feeling. So like a cook that comes and cooks and then stays in the other guest room and just minds your own business. We need an antisocial cook. I need a mind cook <laughs> yes anyway, all right yeah. so noah's shut up he shut up with all of these animals and all of this time an immense amount of time mm-hmm. um i do think that there's something inside of us that all of us want to be the dove uh <laughs> let me go out and let me go check uh, and see whether it's okay yet. yeah everybody yeah. else stay home but let me just go out and check I'll, yeah. I'll check things out i'll hit the store i'll check these things out and see what uh how that is so that's kind of one of the the parallels that that I thought about. Mm. Um, then the other thing that I thought about is the exile. This is when the yes. people of God, uh, again, because of their disobedience, are removed from what they considered to be all the attributes and elements of mm-hmm. their faith mm-hmm. was locked down in a place. The temple, Jerusalem, the promised land, and they are removed from that place. And for 70 years, Mm -hmm. for a couple of generations, they live far away. And in fact, there are some Psalms even that deal with the fact that 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 they're kind of mocked and say, hey, why don't you sing some of the songs from mm-hmm. from home and, and sing us some of those songs uh, because they just know that it breaks their heart to think about that. And, and here we are at least for a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are going to be separated mm-hmm. from those elements mm-hmm. that we consider to be critical to our our faith and to our experience and to our expression of what it means to to live out our our faith and and you know we're we're struggling with that you know i was going to i was going to say i haven't even had time to tell you this story earlier but um we have talked about, you and I have talked about, several friends and I have texted, just when we finally get together as a church. Oh, yeah. Like, it's going to, like, we're going to blow the roof off. It's just going to be amazing to gather up because we're so hungry for that. And it's only been a week for some, two weeks for more, um, you know, because we didn't have a lot of people there that other week. But um, people are just so hungry for that. So today at Southeastern, I went for a walk because the governor says you can still go for a walk out in your neighborhood or in open spaces, like six feet apart. Like I was not touching or near anyone. It was just me and myself. Okay. So I just want to make sure because I don't want to give permission to like go to the store if you don't have to. Um, so I was going for a walk and I passed somebody from church, a, a friend of mine in my Sunday school class and in Bible study that I go to. And I passed her and we were like, oh, it's you. Oh, it's you. And then we like backed up like eight feet from each other. And we were just like, how are you? How are you? And I haven't seen her in probably two and a half weeks, probably like a Wednesday night, um, two and a half weeks ago. That's the last time I saw her. And I just thought, what I wanted to do is, see, I don't want to cry right now, but I'm very emotional. I mean, I, I, I am just wear my emotion on my sleeve. But, like, I just wanted to hug her. And I wanted to be like, because it's a familiar face other than you. Because, again, I've been to the <laughs> store. And Ashley, too. But, I mean, I've been to the store. But, like, you don't speak to anybody. You just get your business. You move on. And I don't know those people. Yeah. But this is one of my faith friends that I was like, oh, I saw somebody that I knew. And, like, it feels so old school. It feels so 
I can't explain. I don't know. I don't know. But well, I wanted to hug her and be like, we share this thing together. We, this is us. This is our church family. This is who we are, you know? You know, and so, I had a similar reaction today as well. We kind of shut down the church office today, but just about mm-hmm. everybody in the church office had some loose ends mm-hmm. that they came to church to take care of. Yeah. So we ended up all being there yeah. uh, today as well. And, you know, this is a great team that we mm-hmm. have there. Mm-hmm. And particularly my, my fellow pastoral staff guys there. I mean, we're, we're in the trenches and we're doing this yeah. and we're covering for each other and we're doing all this stuff. And I, at the end of that, I, I just like, guys, and I just wanted to give them a giant you do, hug, like, you know, yeah, I'm like, let's hug it out. yeah, like, and then nope, it's like, not doing can't that. do that. Let me send you a, a strongly worded email yeah. of how much <laughs> I appreciate your work and all of your effort. Yeah. So the other thing is that when we think about that exile, one of my favorite passages of Scripture, and it's a really long passage, and so I won't pull it out, but it's Ezekiel 1, and I think Mm. Ezekiel 1 is one of those strange passages, and and you read it, and it's the wheels, and the wheels turn, and it's the cloud, and it's all of these uh, things, wild images. And, you know, sometimes like, what is the wheel inside of the wheel? What does all of that mean? But it was a passage of scripture written to the exiles. And it says that even though you are separated from home, you are Mm -hmm. separated from the physical structures of Jerusalem, the mountain, the temple, the spirit of God moves. Mm -hmm. It is wheels. It moves in every direction. It is not locked down to a place. And so I love that passage as it speaks to the exiles. I never thought that I would be one of the exiles. I never thought that I would live in a time or place where I was separated from the people of God and from worship. And so I've always liked to just look back and say, hey, wasn't it neat when God gave this message to the exiles? Oh, and can you imagine how hard it must have been for them? And then God gave them this message. Now, that was 70 years. We're not there. I I think we're going to be less than that. But it is this sense, God moves. And the church is scattered and his presence is in all of those places. And so those are just a couple of thoughts that I had in terms of being shut in and quarantined. Didn't you see that Sunday though, right? I saw that, um, oh, I wish I could think of something that somebody posted on Facebook or something like, um, March, what was Sunday? The 21st? March 22nd. March 20, March 22nd, 2020. The day the church broke the internet. Yeah. Because it was just so everywhere. And there was just trouble like buffering and having it. it was so full up. I mean, like the internet was so full of God's people gathering and worshiping for that 24 hours all across the world. You know, um, that's what was happening. With your permission. Yes. I'm going to just share my strong right now because that is my strong. Oh, okay, okay. You can do that. That just means we're going to have a lot of wrong in our last segment. That's good. Uh, But the strong was just that I think more people were in worship Sunday than they've been in a long time, maybe even more than than an Easter or Resurrection Sunday. And the fact that it was scattered, and I don't know exactly what the view of that looked like from Mm -hmm. heaven, but Mm -hmm. I just picture all of these points of light all across America and every corner and every nook and around the world. Oh, man, I... I can't say for sure, mm-hmm. uh, but I think it looked good from heaven, yeah, and yeah. I think that was pretty, pretty neat. You know what looks good? This is not my strong, because I have a strong, so I'm not taking it for this, but did you see um, Autumn, and I'm just do a shout out to Autumn, because I know she listens, but she posted on Facebook and on her Instagram the picture of their church, yeah. and their church with all like the pictures of the attendee, pretty they people. They took all their they, church directory. Yes, and just like taped 
to all the pews. So like they took faces the pictures were out there. from yes. the church directory and put them on all the pews. I love that because it's like these are the people who are here. This is who makes up this church. This is the body of Christ that meets in this place. Also, probably gave the pastor some yeah. real like faces and names to put as you know like people that he knew and doing preaching and online service. But I loved that. Like I can't tell you how much I loved it. I was like, can we do that for Sunday? <laughs> but <laughs> I don't think we can. But I loved that. So we can't do um, that because we have two services. And people have <laughs> to be true. on the they same picture. That's true. They sit in the same chair. Yeah, and yeah. then we have to stay six feet apart. And then the whole, like, share in the chair is, like, not, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, well, I don't have a specific passage today. I was actually doing some research and some study on a passage. I just have to tell you something really random that I found on the internet. Okay, this isn't random. Really terrible that I found on the internet. Um, I was looking up a passage and I wanted to know, sometimes I go to Blue Letter Bible. That'll give you, like, Greek translation and what a word specifically means. In my search, it came up with spark notes. And there are spark notes, which is like cliff mm-hmm. notes, yeah, yeah. which is like summarizing. And it gives you like the plot and the denouement and the characters and the main characters and the antagonist and the protagonist. Okay, the spark notes, the summary. There's a spark notes of the Bible. And you go to spark notes website and it has the spark notes of the Old Testament. And I was like, what? So I clicked it because I was very curious. Yeah. And... The first thing that they have, of course, is a character list. And the first character listed on the spark notes of the Bible is God. And then it gives this whole, like, one paragraph description okay, good, of who the character good. of God is. And then the next ones were, like, Abraham and Moses and David, like, listing the main characters. But I just think that's... I just don't know. I, think I said if, it was terrible, but I was like, I don't know what to make of that because, like, it's not accurate. I don't know. I think that if you're not reading scripture and understanding that God is the main character of scripture, I think you've missed that. It didn't say main character. It just said characters. Of course, it started with him as one of the main characters. But I'm also going to tell you the description of who God was, who God is on SparkNotes website. Not exactly. It says like he believed, he said, he claims to be the only deity of the creator of all things. And I was like, this is terrible. They're SparkNotes of the Bible. Not surprising, but I got so distracted with that, I could not even get back to my passage of what I was supposed to do. I was like, all right, I just got to tell y'all, I don't know that we should get your biblical truth from Spark Notes. I think I remember years ago seeing cliff notes for the Old Testament and New Testament. Really? Like printed? Yeah, yeah like, like the yellow the and yeah, black Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably most notes, of the people listening to this have Old no Testament. idea what we're talking about, but yeah, that's so crazy. Anyhow, okay, we got to get back to wrong and strongs. Okay. We're going to take a break, but evidently you don't, you already gave up your strong. So I did. we'll be right back. Okay. I'm going to start with my strong since you already did your strong. That's so we're true. just going to end with two bad notes here. Okay. That's okay. My strong is I baked a cake. <laughs> That's it. I'm like, we're really basic these days, but I'm just saying I really love this cake that I baked. Um, I know, but I don't think you particularly like it because I've baked it before and you're like, uh, I'll pass on the cake. Give me a caramel Cadbury egg. And like, you don't really like the... Keep in mind that I would say that for most cakes. No, you usually do. You don't like cake? I'm like, I I just really like caramel Cadbury eggs. My strong is that I made this really good lemon cake and it's... It's pretty basic. It still has a box recipe, but you just mix it up a little bit and make it a little bit different. You put the frosting from the yellow lemon cake mix 
into the cake and then you use some put on top but you can make it strawberry you can make it lemon whatever but you might like strawberry better but what they had at the store was lemon so i made a lemon cake and i'm just super excited because i haven't eaten any of it yet well i was sitting across the room looking at it and thought yes. man when do we get to eat that so i'm looking forward oh, to it oh okay so my strong is that i just made a cake i mean i'm just saying it's moist it's yummy it has frosting in the cake mix and frosting on top, which I'm a big fan of frosting, and you don't really like it, but I'm going to eat it anyhow. So, yay me. That's my strong is me. I made a cake. Great. Out of I a can't box. wait to eat it. <laughs> yeah. So, what you got wrong? Uh, my wrong is that the governor says, stay home, yes. don't go out. Right. But my email keeps getting all these offers from places to go eat. Yes. And Jimmy John says, offered you free potato chips today. Like, Did you get that? If you come in, yeah. we'll give you some potato <laughs> chips. I thought, do you know I deleted that? Because I was like, that's insulting. I'm not coming in. That's and thought, like, potato <laughs> chips? I mean, you got to give me like a half of a sandwich or something. Like, like, potato free chips. Free sandwiches on Wednesday. Yeah. I'd be like, babe, we have to go get our free sandwiches because we're trying to save money in the middle of this coronavirus. But potato chips. Okay, good. You and I got the same email yeah. and I was insulted by that as well. I was like, <laughs> swipe delete like i'm not even keeping that one yeah. that's ridiculous that was my wrong yeah okay you're right that's a good wrong i agree with that okay <laughs> uh my wrong is people driving slowly i know that comes as a big surprise to you that i'm impatient people driving slowly this morning okay we i have to turn out because i also had to go to walgreens well i didn't end up going to walgreens i ended up going to target because i realized all the medicine i could get was at target and it's much cleaner than walgreens and i actually even wore gloves because my dad had given me some plastic gloves some rubber gloves to wear so but i had to go pick up medicine for my grandmother anyhow i'm going out you take a left onto old baton rouge highway the speed limit is 55 okay. until you get into town then it's 45 and i'm behind a man going 31 and I just thought, 31, like it's it's 24 miles below. If you want to go 50, it's 55. If you want to go 50, if you want to go 48, 49, I can tolerate that. That's fine. But he's going 31 in a well, 55. What part of highway don't you understand? Yes. It's like, it makes me crazy, okay? But that mule have, couldn't go any further, yeah, faster. Exactly. I have a second part to this wrong, though. Because every time recently <laughs> that I'm behind somebody who's driving that slow, it aggravates me. And then I also realize that is going to be me sooner than I want it to be. Because as you get older, I'm sorry, people just drive slower. This was a little old man, and he was driving very slow. And I think I really can't be upset with him because I'm probably going to do that years so, down the road. Do you think the man driving slow... Was it peace with his spirit and with yes, his soul? I do. I don't think he had a clue. It was, he was a car and then there was one in between us and then I was behind them. So there was three of us in a row. The four people behind me passed all of us going out old Baton Rouge highway just to get into town. So eventually I got to pass him too. But I'm like, he didn't care. It wasn't pressing him to speed up at all. He was just like driving along. <laughs> completely unaware that the world is passing him by, but I guess that's it. I mean, he's lived long enough and he was old enough and he was like, I'm not in a hurry to go anywhere and get out and get the virus. So I'm just going to stay in my car, <laughs> but it really bothers me. And it just, how do you, how do you feel it, about it now? Uh, it bothers me. I'm like, as soon as it happened today, I was like, Oh, Hey, have my wrong for the podcast <laughs> right here at this moment. So 
That's it. But I made it out to the store, got mom all her medicine. I have not been home. I've not been out. Well, I went to Southeastern to walk, but no interaction with anybody. And we are, um, are pretty well buckled down here now. We have our groceries. We have our supplies. We have gas we up cake. Our cars. We've got cake. Um, and so really, next podcast is going to be like two minutes long and a bunch of empty space because we'll have nothing <laughs> to talk about. <laughs> all right. So what we want to tell folks is to enjoy the word. Yes. And enjoy each other. Even when you're in quarantine. All right. See you next week.